The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back. The last symptom in the symptom series, diarrhea. I mean, you guys, we've all been a victim of this. Of course, everybody has suffered at one point in their life from diarrhea, but it's really about the chronic diarrhea that is causing the issue here. Okay. So yes, maybe you had Taco Tuesday or you went out to a new restaurant and you weren't feeling so well after and that caused some diarrhea, but it's not that that is causing the issue. The real problem is when we start to have diarrhea consistently days in a row or week after week, and it starts to become chronic. This is the problem. This is the symptom in the symptom series that is an issue. So I was actually having a conversation with a friend the other day whose name will obviously never be named on my podcast since we're talking about diarrhea, but it's really, it was really about this. She was struggling with it and could not figure out what was going on. It was so random. She never knew when it was going to happen, but the thought around it, and this used to happen to me too, when I was a lot younger dealing with my, um, you know, digestive issues as well is when you have that feeling like you can't control it, that is super embarrassing. It's really overwhelming and it can take control of your day. And honestly, wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I don't want to feel that ever again. I don't want any of my clients to feel it. So I feel like today is one of the the most important symptoms of the symptom series because it is the one that really causes the most pain um, and embarrassment along the way. So I'm going to skip ahead in the story about my friend a little bit, but ultimately when I went to help her, we went through uh, diagnostic testing, uh, KBMO, that I'm going to talk about a little bit later in the podcast. And we revealed that she was highly sensitive to gluten. And once we were able to take it out, that resolved the issue. She never had it again unless she was accidentally exposed to it or just said, screw it and ate the gluten anyways, knew that she would suffer. So it was really amazing and empowering for her to know that she could just simply take this something out of her diet and never experience that pain ever again, which, you know, of course, is it kind of sucky to take gluten out of the diet? Yes, I know I am gluten-free too. And we don't like to restrict ourselves, but what are we willing to give up in order to feel better? And at this point, I think we can all raise a hand in unison and say that we would rather, you know, do something like give up gluten or dairy or something versus having um, an emergency situation and running to the bathroom or 
feeling out of control with our bowels, which is no fun for anybody. I mean, talk about a stressful life. So again, I've been there. I know everybody listening has been there. Tag a friend who's been there, share this with a friend who's dealing with this issue because it is very embarrassing to talk about. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And that is why they struggle in silence because it's not like a lovely topic of conversation at a dinner party. So nobody's really, you know, expressing their concern about it. Um, You know, it's just the the truth is, it's just really a lot more common than we think. And I'm not shocked when I get a new client and they tell me they've been struggling this for a long time. So, you know, of course, like I said, nobody really wants to talk about it. But here I am. And, you know, just a, a side disclaimer here. I am a single girl out here talking about diarrhea. So, you know, I might go on a date And I might, you know, they may have my Instagram and they go scrolling through to do a little stock sesh. And here I am talking about diarrhea. So, you know, I care about you a lot if I want to address the symptom when I'm putting it out there on the Internet for all everyone to see. Okay, so I I really want to dig into this. I really want to help you guys get over this if you are someone who is experiencing chronic diarrhea. But first, like what is chronic diarrhea? So if you are experiencing diarrhea three days or more a week, I would consider that to be chronic diarrhea. Now, some may say, you know, even just having it once a week, but I really think like it gets to a point where it's chronic. Now, the reason why it's a problematic for people is because one, it's very dehydrating. When you have diarrhea chronically, you're you're losing a lot of your fluid in your body. So you can become dehydrated, which, you know, it's a domino effect of what can happen after that. When you're dehydrated, the organs don't have enough water going to them and you start to cramp up in your body. So these are things that we definitely want to address along the way. Um, you know, so here we are, you know, you're experiencing it three times a week, maybe more. Maybe it is so stressful that you're even nervous to go someplace or um, wondering where the next bathroom will be, which is very, very common. And, you know, there's a lot of things that play a part into this. But the first thing that I want to discuss is how we get to the place of chronic diarrhea. Like, how does it even begin, right? So first of all, if you're experiencing it, there is something that's triggering you. But you know how we say what came first, the chicken or the egg? In this situation, what the diarrhea is the thing that came second. The thing that came first is what had an impact on your body. So over time, we have constant damage from environmental toxins, poor nutrition, and stress. That's the top three I always talk about, right? This like three-legged stool of what happens to the body. And as we're exposed to that, it creates inflammation in the body. Now, you guys know I've talked a lot about how we digest. If you don't remember or you haven't heard about it before, please go back to one of my first podcasts, actually the first podcast called Chew on This, where I talk more about the digestive system. You can learn a lot more. And in the first episode of Five Steps to Reduce Bloat, I talk a lot about it too. I want you to understand the digestive system. So definitely go back and listen to that. So I'm going to skip ahead to where we are in the digestive system, which is inside the colon or the intestines. Now, this is a long tube 
And inside the tube, you have connective tissue and muscle tissue inside the colon. And you have these beautiful things called villi. Now, if you're watching me, I'm showing you that these villi are, they're moving, you know, sort of like they're the nose hairs of the colon. They keep things moving in the system, in the colon. Now, if over time, chronic inflammation has occurred, these villi start to break down. And when your protection is broken down, we know what that means. There's, we're exposed. There's room for cracks and problems and, and um, little, you know, problem spots in the intestines when we don't have what we have to protect it. Now, as these environmental toxins and poor nutrition and stress comes into the gut and these villi break down and it's leaving room for cracks, now what is supposed to go through your colon and intestine, like food and toxins and bacteria, has access to your bloodstream. And it's very toxic to your bloodstream. This should not be going into your bloodstream. When that happens, that is often that trigger that you may feel when you feel that emergency diarrhea come up, that's that trigger. And it hits that bloodstream, it becomes toxic, and then your body starts to freak out and dispose of whatever's in, in it. We don't absorb our nutrients. And thus, there you have your emergency diarrhea. So the first thing to understand is that we have to heal this in reverse, okay? Can't just say, oh, I'm going to cut out all these foods and, and, and life will be better. Although if you do cut out some foods, it might get better. But what is the long-term plan here? What we want to do is focus on two things, removing the triggers and healing the gut lining, okay? Removing the triggers and healing the gut lining. Now, the first way to understand about removing the triggers is to get tested. KBMO is the diagnostic test company that I use. They're in Boston or in Massachusetts, just south of Boston. I love the company. I had a test with them over 10 years ago. I've been with the company for six, and I pretty much use this test on almost every client that comes in. I think it's an incredible diagnostic test. It's a simple, simple, simple finger prick blood test. You do it right in the comfort of your own home. You put the blood on five little splotches and you send it. it. They give you the shipping package and everything. You ship it right back out. It takes about two weeks to get your results. And then we can see where the inflammatory markers are in your body. On a scale of zero to five, we're able to see which foods are triggering inflammation in your body. Now, remember, this is not a test for food allergies. If you had an allergy, you would have an allergic reaction. This is a testing for inflammation and food sensitivities, okay? So what is just triggering you? It's not the root cause, like the fact that you're sensitive to gluten or dairy or whatever might come up. That's not the root cause. The root cause is that the gut lining is damaged, okay? Just really play that back for a second if you need to hear that again. The root cause is that the gut lining is damaged, which then causes food sensitivities. So it's very specific as to which came first, right? When we experience those symptoms, it's because there's true, true damage in the gut lining, not because it's just triggered by food. So here we are, though, with this gut lining damage. Now we're being triggered by foods. So, of course, it makes sense to get tested and be able to find out what is causing those triggers in inflammation currently. By removing them, you allow the colon and the intestines space to heal. And when they have space to heal, of course, 
think about anything. I mean, when you don't feel good, you need space to heal. You go, you know, retreat in your room or go on vacation gives you space to heal. So this is what we're doing is we're giving the gut lining space to heal by taking these triggers out. All right. So the KBMO test, again, it's super easy to perform, uh, not super expensive either, is in combination with my good gut package. And I help walk you through it in where we do a process of a six week elimination of the foods that are coming up inflammatory for you. But then, and this is the most important part, is when we're up in the six weeks, we then try to put them back in and see how you react. Is it time? Did your gut heal enough? Or do we need to take them out longer? Or are we cool and we can put them in and we're not triggered anymore? Sometimes there's foods we just need to keep out for a really long time. Like in my case, gluten is out forever. It doesn't work with my system. But like dairy and eggs, I was able to put back in sporadically and not have a problem. Those were ones that came up for my test. So this is why that test is so beneficial. And I cannot stress it enough because so many of my clients have seen, most of my clients call it the game changer, where it really helps benefit their system to figure out what these are. But again, it's not the root cause. So now we need to work on healing the gut with food and lifestyle changes. Of course, stress is always going to be a factor. Okay, so working on stress coping mechanisms, breath work, meditation, getting outside. I cannot stress how much stress coping mechanisms are important in a healing journey, although I'm not going to focus on them a lot today because they've been in a lot of my podcasts before. Specifically, step five, stress management of five steps to reduce bloat. You can check that one out and you'll get a lot of resources there. So how do we just remedy at home with some home remedies and some foods that we can use, okay? So what we wanna do is think about healing the gut lining. Now, if you fell and you scraped your arm, and I know I've said this a million times, but I can't stress it enough, that we use aloe to heal this cut, right? Aloe is a very amazing, one of the most healing plants there are on the planet, and it will heal a cut. Now, if you think about it, if you have cuts in the gut, why can't you just drink aloe? And that will be enough to sort of start to mend those cuts. And it is. I do recommend making sure that there is no sugar in your aloe vera juice. Um, you can get it at any health food store. There's a lot of different types. Just make sure there's no sugar added and it's very clean. And you can take about a quarter cup in the AM and quarter cup in the PM to start putting out that digestive fire that you're experiencing from emergency diarrhea. Then we want to put in healing foods, obviously bone broth because of the butyric acid and the collagen and the gelatin that's in it. That's again, going to mend. We're talking about glue type um, foods here that are helping. Additional elements that help are sauteed greens and cooked fruits, doing cooked fruits, especially cooked over raw in general is much better than raw because think about it again, if it's a cut and if I came in with my nails and kept scraping that cut, that's kind of how raw food acts on the um, digestive system. So cooked over raw is always better. We want to heal those cuts. So aloe, choosing cooked over raw, foods like bone broth and sauteed greens, all very beneficial to healing the gut lining. So, you know, now we have cut out some foods that cause inflammation from our tests. We're putting in these healing elements. What do we want to do next? We want to give us a good fighting army. If 
we need a good army, we need a good probiotic because that is the good bacteria and that is the thing that keeps us strong, all right? So the thing is, is that not all probiotics are created equal. We need to figure out what type of probiotic is best for you. For that, Thorne has the probiotic quiz. If you're watching, the link is below. If you're listening, the link is in the show notes. Or you can head to my Instagram at Jacqueline Renee Wellness. This probiotic quiz is always in my bio. It's a couple questions about your personal health so that it can analyze your results and give you the probiotic that works perfect for you, not just some blanket probiotic that, you know, any Joe Schmo can use, right? So take the quiz. It's super beneficial. And then you'll get the probiotic that works for you. And I have seen people literally stop diarrhea just from taking a probiotic because now they are getting enough beneficial bacteria to work as an army to fight against these this inflammation. So in addition to doing some of this stuff, you know that there's always the good old toxic trigger removal that is always beneficial for everybody. I pretty much mention it in every episode. And it's not that I think that nobody can have them ever. And it's not that I don't consume them ever because I do sometimes consume them. However, reducing them or monitoring them more, specifically when you're experiencing chronic diarrhea or any of the other symptoms we talked about in the symptom series, anxiety, constipation, and bloating, these three, caffeine, sugar, and alcohol, always have a very inflammatory effect on anyone with gut issues. And the reason why is because a lot of them are processed through the liver. The liver is the Beyonce of the digestion. You guys know I call it the destiny's child of digestion. So what happens time and time over again is there's no space to allow for healing. Like Remember, like I said before, we need space to heal. Sometimes we need a vacation. Sometimes we need to retreat to our room. Sometimes we need to take a break from caffeine, sugar, and alcohol, and this allows the gut space to heal. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle to allow space to heal. So I know that quitting them all at the same time is not feasible because I have tried it before and I almost did not return out of my bed. (laughs) So I think it's really important to take it one step at a time and to figure out which one is the biggest trigger for you and be able to pinpoint one by one or maybe start to reduce one by one over time. And once you do get to a place where all three are out, it's great to keep all three out for 30 days. That's an incredible amount of space and time for the gut to heal. In addition to that, you know, I want to make sure you know that you can do caffeine and and sugar on a natural level. Like organic green tea is an excellent way to get your caffeine in, but not using something acidic like coffee, which is, you know, very high pH and can cause a lot of inflammation. For sugar, you can still use natural sugars like honey, maple syrup, dates, fruit. All of that stuff is fair game. It's really just white cane sugar and high fructose corn syrup that needs to be addressed here. And for any disease, for any quality of life, we want to address sugar because if you're eating it on a daily basis, causing inflammation on a daily basis, you're not going to get better or lose weight or reverse diabetes, or not have brain fog. So it does need to be addressed at some point. Again, okay to have in moderation here and there, but when it's affecting your health, what are you willing to give up in order to feel better? 
or to not be freaking out and running to a bathroom every five minutes because nobody likes that either. Right. So circling back a little bit more to the KBMO test. Now, here we are. I want to group this together really quick before I jump into this. We remove toxic triggers. We add in healing elements. This is always what I do for healing the gut. It's a huge part of the four R's. You guys have listened to the four R's of gut healing podcast. It's in there. Scroll down and check it out. It's remove, replace, re-inoculate, repair. Now remove the toxic triggers. Repair with these foods I'm talking about, aloe, bone broth, sauteed greens. And now we need to get to the place where we re-inoculate, which is taking a probiotic and looking at the type of probiotic that's right for you. Again, taking the probiotic quiz. And the final element is to restore, repair at the end, right? Well, this type of step requires time and help. Trust me, I tried to do this alone and I kept ending up in the same cycle, going back to the remove and replace, back to the remove and the replace. And I never got past that for a long time. Because this step requires you to reintroduce foods, to shift your probiotic a little bit, to figure out where you need to be on the scale, to see what type of diet is right for you. And it's not always easy to see it for yourself. This is where I always feel like help helps, help helps. (laughs) So what I do for my clients is I take them through about a three-month, three to four-month program. We start with an initial session where we connect on your health history. We go over the things you've already done or have you know, thought about doing in the past, whether they work or don't work, and how we can shift gears together to make it different. We make a couple recommend- recommendations to start to get you moving in the right direction and hopefully get some relief. And then we send out our food sensitivity test. Once we get the results back, we follow up, we have a session, and we come up with a game plan for you, a personalized, individualized program just for you, not one size fits all diet because that that whole era is over. It's all about personalization here. And then we create a six-week plan to figure out what you need to do inside of that to remove these inflammatory foods and what it's going to look like. I'm there for support the whole way through the six weeks. Many people do try to resist this part because it can be hard to just say, okay, I'm doing it, but I'm here to support throughout and give you accountability. At the end of the six weeks, we meet again. And this is the place where I'm telling you, you need the most support because this is the place where it really helps to see what is actually triggering you because you're very clean now. You're, You're cleansed and open. So little by little, we start to reintroduce. We check in with the triggers and see, is this triggering me or can I remove this? And it's, it'll be fine for me if I bring this in or take this out. And this is where I help you go back and forth so that we can really get past the cycle of being stuck in gut disease and move forward. So this is a part of my good gut program. It's also a part of my four month mentorship. This, this episode is airing just days before my, um, my explant surgery that I'm super excited about, but starting mid-August, moving into September, uh, this is where these programs are going to be rolled out. So if you are interested in joining this program, all you have to do or any of the programs or getting tested for food sensitivity or even just connecting with me, all you have to do is email me, Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com. 
one more time. That's Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com. My website is below. If you're watching, you can connect with me there or you can email me, can connect with me on Instagram. If you have been experiencing any of these symptoms, bloating, anxiety, constipation, diarrhea, it's time to get off of that vicious cycle and get the help that you need. So shoot me that email. Um, you know, I always love to look at root cause and see where things are coming from. You know, could be candida, could be leaky gut, could be just an issue with um, what you're eating and how you're eating it. But it's the investigating is where we do the real work and we have to do that together. So I hope to hear from you if you uh, need some help along the way in your journey. Um, we, you know, we're moving into this um you know, fall season coming up. I'm going to take off the month of August from podcasts. So this is the last one of the symptom series um, inside of this series. I'll be starting a new series in September, very much focused around coaching, how I coach. Um, I'm going to even potentially have some old clients on the show so they can share their experience of coaching. So you can understand more about what health coaches do and how we work together with you to create a healthy lifestyle and not against you to make you feel like you're on a diet or being punished for anything. Okay. So if you caught this series, but didn't catch all of them, go back, listen to all the symptom series. Um, they are super, super helpful. If you're experiencing any share with a friend, if they're definitely struggling too. Um, and I would love for you to hit subscribe and please, please, please leave me a review if you like what you hear. And hey, if you don't like it, I'd love to hear from you too, because I'd love to see what I can do different. Of course, I'm always open for um, switching it up because I just want to be here for you and serve you in the best way possible. So, so many resources for you guys as I'm off for four weeks. Check out more podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Renee Wellness. I'm sharing my whole explant surgery journey. And I know there are a lot of people out there struggling with breast implant illness um, and um, problems. They've had autoimmune issues um, from having them. So please follow me there and uh, shoot me an email if you feel so inclined. I hope you guys have an excellent, excellent day. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. Happy healing. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.